Welcome to the Rotten Round Table. <laughs> What's up and welcome to the HorrorCast, episode number 185. And tonight we are doing a Rotten Roundtable episode. If you are not familiar with these, it's uh, very simple. We talk about horror news, horror uh, releases that are coming out in the month that we are currently in, February 2024. And then we go around the roundtable and we talk about um, films that we've been watching most of the time they're newer releases, but we do talk about old, re- old releases too. We want to, um, just say up front, if, uh, it's a newer movie, we try not to spoil anything, uh, but just be warned. Like they're kind of like mini reviews. We, we try not to let anything slip, but if you don't want to know anything about anything, you know, skip over that part. I don't know. So my name is Mark Nato. I'm one of your hosts tonight and bringing, uh, up the, I was going to say bringing up the rear. I was like, that is not appropriate. I'll bring up your rear. (laughs) And on that note, what's up, Taminator? Hi, you guys. It's so good to be together again. Even though I don't have a lot, let's do it. Bringing up the rear. I don't even know. Sometimes you just, when you're going on the fly, you just start to say something and you're like, where did that come from? Yeah. So, yes. And uh, Jessica, what's up, Jessica? Yo, 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 what's up? I'm in yo, the his yo, house. Yo. What's up in this hizzy? <laughs> She's All got right. her Freddy Krueger sweater on. She does. I do. She's ready. I'm cold. She's ready, Freddy. Um, <laughs> That's right. <laughs> See mm-hmm. what you did there? <laughs> got that. Uh, Vin uh, will not be joining us tonight. Uh, I know he's uh, not had a lot of time in the last couple weeks to watch anything new. And quite frankly, I had to dig this week to find new releases. Yeah. There are there are some out there, and I uh, I'm going to save it for the roundtable because I was pleasantly surprised by some stuff that I watched this. Ooh, pleasantly. That's what uh, I like I think, to hear. I got some things that I'm not sure you have even heard of that you need to get your eyes on. So, um, we're gonna just start with some horror news. That news. <laughs> uh, not a lot. I'm not gonna go into a bunch of stuff. I I was trying to read through Bloody Disgusting, and um, I'm kind of behind, and I don't want to, you know just talk about something to talk about it uh, a couple things that stood out caleb landry i don't know if you know who that is he's kind of mm-hmm. got like this um really pale look to him he was the star of um uh antiviral um it was uh what's that um brandon cronenberg's first movie um yes you'd know him if you saw him he's yeah. got a really really um uh 
unique look. He is signed on to play uh, Dracula in a Dracula origin story for director Luke Besson, who directed The Fifth Element. Mm -hmm. It's it's not a low-budget film. It's a big-budget film. Um, So it's basically the retelling of Bram Stoker's classic gothic tale. Didn't Luke uh, Besson do that terrible sci-fi movie a couple years ago? I can't think of the name of it, but it has Rihanna in it. Rihanna? And that guy... Yeah, Rihanna and that guy from A Cure for Wellness is like my least favorite actor of all time. Oh, you're talking about um, Dane DeHaan. That Cure for Wellness is awesome. I love that movie. Stop talking crap about that. Movie. No, I just hate that actor. No, yeah. but I'm saying, I like but, him. I like him. Yeah, it was uh, Valerian in the was... City of a Thousand Planets. Yeah, was that Luke Besson? That was. Because I remember being so excited because The Fifth Element is, like, one of the greatest movies of all time. Mm-hmm. And then that Valerian movie was just, like, complete garbage. Well, I mean, you think about... And it was I, very I, high. I never it. watched that, um, so I, I, I can't say. But I know um, the fact that he directed Leon the Professional mm-hmm. is... That's an amazing movie. Another great movie, movie. Um, yeah. The Messenger, which is a story of Joan Arc, that's actually a really good movie. Uh, Mila Jovovich uh, plays Joan mm-hmm. of Arc. That's oh, a good movie. Yeah. Uh, he did. Oh, I never um, saw that. He did Taken, the original Taken with Liam I Neeson. I love that movie. I Great love movie. that movie. Yeah. I've never seen it. I love. I love all of those. I can admit it. <laughs> uh, did Lucy, uh, which was kind of a sci-fi thing with Scarlett Johansson. Oh, I, yeah, like, I, I like that. that. Yeah. So he's done some. He's done some good stuff, but yeah, he's allowed a turd. That's okay. He's allowed a turd. Uh, I, I think, feel like the thing was that he hadn't like directed anything for a while. Maybe I'm um, incorrect, but three years. It was three it years. It was only after, three years. Okay. Yeah, That's not three bad. years after Lucy. But the thing is, I think this is neither here nor there. But it's very difficult to introduce new sci-fi. I, I'm I'm serious. Like, like if you're doing like big budget sci-fi and you're 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 competing against things like Star Wars and Star Trek and the things that are just no, like I really liked that um, that sci-fi movie uh, Alita Battle Angel. Mm-hmm. Remember yeah, that? I never saw it. Oh, I, I wish remember they it. would just make like three or four of those. <laughs> um, I'm 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 um, still hoping maybe they will. But uh, and and there was one with. Um, What's the girl's name from uh, um, Aston Kutcher's wife? Mila Kunis. Mia, Mila Kunis. She did a, a, a Jupiter Ascending or something. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. That I thought was pretty good. It, and it got trashed. Yeah, it did. So, you know, I I think it's kind of uh, kind of hard to introduce new, new sci-fi. But I, but I, I think isn't Alita Battle Angel, like, pretty well regarded, though? I've only heard good things about well, it. I never uh, saw it, but. I'm not sure how much it made or whatever, but that movie is fantastic. It's fantastic. And I wish they would uh, do a sequel to it. So, yeah, but you know what I'm saying? It's not, it hasn't become because everyone, what they want these, these, when they're doing these side, they, they want a franchise. They want Oh man, these people love it so much. We're going to add to the mythos. We're going to explore it more. And if it doesn't make a certain amount of money or if it's not as well, you know, they just, they just drop it like it's hot, you know, drop mm-hmm. it like it's hot. 
So, um, there's a, a movie called Cuckoo or Cuckoo. Anybody heard about this? It, it's been teased for the last two years. It's supposed to be really good. Um, uh, the director is Tillman Singer. Do you remember the movie Luz? L-U-Z. I know you remember it. Um, it was this it was this weird thing where the girl was under hypnosis or something, and she was playing out like this entire – it was one of Vin's favorites of that year. I, I remember. I don't, you know, I don't yeah, remember. It was really weird. Is um, it Mexican? Mm, it's definitely foreign. I don't know if it's Mexican or not. Might, oh, okay, because be. I was going to say if it's Mexican, it's loose, not Luz. <laughs> uh, yeah, uh, yeah, it might be loose. I don't know. Um, so, <laughs> shut up. Uh, it finally got a release date. It was supposed to come out last year. Didn't come out. Coming out on May third. It's going to be in theaters. Um, and they finally have given the the synopsis because it also stars Dan Stevens, Jessica Henwick. Um, uh, you know who Dan Stevens is, right? From mm-hmm. Downton Abbey, the guest. He's the beast in Beauty and the Beast. Come on. You know wow. who Dan Stevens is. In Kaku, uh, re- reluctantly, 17-year-old Gretchen leaves her American home to live with her father, who has just moved into a resort in the German Alps with his new family. Arriving at their future residence, they are greeted by Mr. Koenig, her father's boss, who takes an inexplicable inexplic- interest in Gretchen's mute half-sister, Alma. Something doesn't seem right in this tranquil vacation paradise. Gretchen is plagued by strange noises and bloody visions until she discovers a shocking secret that concerns her own family. So um, it really was well-received uh, in, in, you know, festival circuit mm-hmm. stuff. So I'm, I'm looking forward to that. So we'll see. And last thing, and this is this is interesting, Christopher Nolan. You guys like Christopher Nolan? Yeah. Speak, speaking of sci-fi movies that... You know, don't mm-hmm. get sequels. This is that's yeah. his big thing. Um, I haven't seen he, all of his stuff, but whatever I have seen yeah. of his, I like. Inception, that's great. Mm-hmm. Um, says he'd love to make a horror movie <gasps> if he finds a really exceptional idea. Um, his latest thing, of course, was Oppenheimer. Any of you oh, see Oppenheimer? Yeah. I, I haven't. It's a good movie. It's a good movie. Uh, just, just a lot of talking. Yes, yeah. I'll probably watch it this month. Yeah, it's on. Yeah, Peacock. Yeah, on Peacock. So watch it on a big screen. You know, as big as you got, and turn sound up. There's a couple good scenes like that. But yeah, he says that uh, he would love to do a full-on horror movie. He says I think horror films are very interesting because they depend on very cinematic devices. It really is about a visceral response to things. And so at some point, I'd love to make a horror film. Um, He said, but I think a really good horror film requires a really exceptional idea. And those are few and far between. Tell me about it. So I haven't (laughs) found a story that lends itself to that. So it looks like he's looking um, for, for a story. You know, I can just see Christopher Nolan. Just just check with A24. I'm sure they got mm. some scripts laying around or something um, that would be to your, uh, you know, liking. I think so. I oh could God, see that him would be like a match made in heaven. Yeah, I could see him uh, directing something a little bit like uh, Dream Scenario. Did you guys see that yet? No, not yet. About? Yeah, um, with Nicolas Cage. 
you know, not full on horror, but a lot of horror elements. I could see him doing something like that. So that would be neat to see one of the, um, the biggest directors in, in, in Hollywood take on horror. And, uh, you know, while we're at it, come on, James Cameron, what are you waiting on? <clears throat> oh, that's right. All he does anymore is make avatars. Yeah. That's all he does. He's like, <laughs> he's making like three or four avatar movies. I'm like, come on, man. Get, Got get it over. made. Get over it. Yes. Let me see. Anything else? Any have you guys heard anything about just the, um anything? I know happened? there's a the new Evil Dead got approved. That guy, mm. that one French director who has a movie coming out this year called okay. um I think in it's called like Verminas, but it, okay. I think the English translation is like infected or infested or something like that. Okay. Um He's going to direct the new Evil Dead, and it's supposed to come out in 2025, and it's supposed to be kind of a spinoff. Are, so they, following, like, are they following the, the survivors of this last movie? No. Oh. It's not going to have to do with that story because it's a spinoff, so I don't know exactly oh. what that means. I'm but kidding. he said it's going to be really mean, so oh. I'm excited for that. <laughs> I thought well, I mean, that the last, last one was really mean. Well, I the last one wasn't mean. as mean as the original remake, but it was mm-hmm. it was still mean. Yeah, for sure. Faux show. Oh yeah, and last thing here that I want to read, and this is my my fault that I have not watched this except for the first episode. Uh, the the show Evil. Did you ever watch that? No. Here's I where I think is. they went wrong with this. This is a show on CBS that. It came out like right before the pandemic. Um, it had one season. It did well enough, but not, I guess, well enough to keep it on the regular TV. And then CBS did this thing where they they had a streaming service. And you could only watch certain things on the streaming service. Like, remember Picard? I think, yes. it, still, I think it still plays. But, like, you could only, it didn't come on CBS on TV. You had to have the streaming service. And they took evil off of regular TV and put it on this streaming service, and it got buried. But it's really creepy. Um, it is. Got uh, my boyfriend in it, Mike Coulter, Luke Cage, I think, right? Isn't, isn't he in it? I think so. Yeah. Yeah. I yeah. love him. It, it really is a, a pretty decent, um, uh, you know, we don't get too many um, network horror yeah yeah um so the season four um is coming out on paramount plus in may and it's going to be the final season unfortunately um but i want to um i want to go ahead and and watch that because i think that the first episode that i that i watched was uh pretty pretty creepy um it would be nice if paramount plus would get all four seasons because it's going to be like if you're just coming in on season four and then you got to go to like two other Do services. they not have, they don't have, all I don't know. I, yeah, I, I don't, don't know, know where they're at, but I'm going to, I'm going to seek them out. Cause I wanted to watch them. Uh, Cause it, it interested me. There's a lot of um, uh, creature type stuff, uh, demonic, you know, possession, that kind of stuff. And uh, you know, interesting, interesting. So, all right. Well, we could, I could scroll through and, and talk about some things that I see, but I'm not going to do that. I'm not going to do it. So <laughs> if you want to know where I get my horror news, it's always bloody disgusting, bloody dash disgusting.com. Uh, it's, it's to me, it's the most up to date, um, horror news 
thing on the internet. I mean, it's it's like 50 things every day that come up there. So you can just, <laughs> I'm serious. It's everything oh, yeah. from horror video games to movies mm-hmm. to podcasts, uh, toys, editorial. I mean, you you name it. Good. And they're not paying us to say this. You know, I'm just saying it's something that I use. So you should use it too. All right. Well, we're going to just keep going. We're not going to take a break. I'm not going to yeah. give a full February release schedule because, frankly, it's already February 18th. Um, so I'm not going to uh, go back and talk, talk about everything that has come out. I do want to talk about some things that are coming out between now and the end of the month, which isn't too, too much longer. I'm just going to give uh, on the 16th, there was a, like a horror sci-fi-ish thing Um has to do with aliens that came out it's called monolith monolith i don't know if you guys have seen that i have not watched it yet i have it i will watch it um i'm seeing on my trusty releases.com that today uh, the film deliver us came out but that came out last year um so i'm not sure what that is if it's like just a dvd release maybe or a blu-ray release Lovely, Dark, and Deep is a film that comes out February 22nd. This is right up my alley. So Lovely, Dark, and Deep comes out Thursday, February 22nd. Lennon, a new backcountry ranger, travels alone through the dangerous wilderness, hoping to uncover the origins of a tragedy that has haunted her since she was a child. Um, It's got Teresa Sutherland. That name sounds familiar. I don't know what she's in. Uh, Georgina Campbell is in that, who is in a movie that I'm going to be talking about tonight. And she's also the main character in, um, what was that? Uh, I'm really off. Yes. Yes. So I like her a lot. She was in, she's in Tim, uh, the one that I'll I'll be talking about tonight. So I'm looking forward to that. Um, I'm assuming that's coming out at the movie theaters. Oh yeah. And then we've got, uh, Butcher's Book Two, <laughs> Raghorn. You remember this? The the um movie Butcher's came no. out a few years ago. Yes, I do. I know if you saw it again, you'd know exactly what I was talking about. Uh, butchers in introduced a family of sadistic butchers living in the backcountry, who see anyone that crosses their path as dead meat. In Butcher's Book Two, Raghorn, the story continues when a car accident leaves the captors in the hands of brutal cannibals. Who planned to hack them up for meat? Um, yeah, it was kind of like a um, wrong turn. Wrong turn. Yeah, yeah <laughs> they weren't quite as uh, monstrous as those. Yeah. So those those of you who loved butchers, <laughs> it's getting a sequel. The the sequel you didn't know you needed. Yeah. So was the first um, one good? It was okay. It was okay. It wasn't like, it was one of those that I felt, um, got a lot of love and I was just like, eh, on it. Okay. So, yeah. It got enough love to where they did a sequel. It's getting a sequel. Yeah. 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 So that's really it. That's coming out, uh, in the rest of, um, of, uh, February. There's one that came out a couple of days ago called stranger in the woods. Has anybody heard of that or seen that? No, looks like a uh, it's a cool poster, but I've not, I have not heard of it. So, Stranger in the Woods. So there you go. So we're gonna uh, uh, take a very very small break. When we get back, we're gonna start going around the round table. We'll talk about all the films that we've been watching. We'll be right back. So 
like, hey, uh. <laughs> Can you play the wake up playlist? You like this one? Turn that up! Louder. Alice! Oh my god, what is that? Don't touch it! It's a good song. No! Stop! Stop! No. What are you doing? I know it's a great song with its catchy melody and sing-along lyrics, but we cannot play that song. It's only a song. I'm just gonna play it one more time. Don't! Stop! Killer songs you can't resist. Spotify. All right, we are back, and it is time to go around the Rotten Roundtable and talk about what we've been watching. Um, I got a, um, a little screener for this movie that I had never even heard of uh, called Baghead. Have anybody, has anybody heard of it? No. Okay, what's the so. first thing you think of, right? What's the first thing you think of? Um, like Night of the Scarecrow or Jason. Night of the Scarecrow or Jason from Friday the 13th Part mm-hmm. 2. It's like, oh, this is just a cheap um, slasher that somebody – because usually I get tons and tons of, like, screeners sent to my, my email that's just, like, you know, somebody made a movie for $5,000 <laughs> and they just want me to say something about it on the podcast or whatever. Um, mm-hmm. and. And that's okay if you do that. That's fine. But um, this one knocked me out of the park. Really? Um, I'm assuming this is getting a major release at some point or somewhere. Uh, I I didn't know the the lead girl. Her name is Freya Allen. Um, So I looked her up, and she is in the uh, Netflix um, thing, The Witcher. So, uh, also oh. in, who is she uh, in the Witcher? <laughs> uh, is it Siri or Kiri? Oh, she's very pretty. Yeah, she's pretty. Um, she was also in that, um, mini series into the badlands. She was in the mini- TV mini series, the war of the worlds a couple years ago. That was good. Yeah, and I she was it. in gunpowder milkshake, which was good. It was not a, a horror film, but it was kind of like a, an action kind of thing so she's in this she's got a great uh, accent love her accent um she is from oxfordshire england i love it um (laughs) let me give you the synopsis and like you said like i said when i got this and i heard baghead i'm expecting a cheap knockoff i didn't know anything about this movie when i started it uh following the death of her estranged father Iris learns that she has inherited a rundown centuries-old pub. She travels to Berlin to identify her father's body and meet with a solicitor to discuss the estate. Little does she know when the deed is signed, she will become tied to an unspeakable entity that resides in the pub's basement, Baghead, a shape-shifting creature that can transform into the dead. 2000 ah. in cash for two minutes with the creature is all it takes for desperate loved ones to ease their grief. Neil, who has lost his wife, is Iris's first customer. 
Like her father, Iris is tempted to exploit the creature's powers and help desperate people for a price. But she soon discovers breaking the two-minute rule can have a terrifying consequence. They're only supposed to speak with Baghead because Baghead transforms into their loved one. So they can talk to them, but it's only for two minutes. Only it's it's very similar to talk to me. Yeah, I was just gonna say that's yeah yeah. Uh, but I think this one might have come first. I, I don't know which one came first. I don't know which one was written first. Um, together with her best friend Katie, Iris must battle to keep control of Baghead and figure out how to destroy her before she destroys them. Guys, this is a really good film. <laughs> I really yeah, like this movie. It sounds good. Um, it's right up my alley. I love the creature design. I love the cinematography in this movie. It is, um, I don't know what the budget was, but it looks big budget. Give me a a haunted pub any day. Like that's, they could have just taken, yeah. The fact that like you always hear about horror movies. Oh, I inherited this, uh, creepy mansion, a pub. And, you uh, with know, something uh, in the basement of all yeah. things, yeah. Uh, and her father leaves her like this, this videotape to let her know, like this is what, this is what this is that you've inherited. You know, she's like, first of all, she's very skeptical and everything, but, um, mm-hmm. yeah, it's just really good. It's got some heart because of the fact that people are looking to have some peace, talk to their dead loved one uh, it, one last time yeah does it impersonate their loved one or does their loved yes. one come through it i think their like, loved one comes through it so they're actually but, talking to their loved one yeah they they what happens is they take the bag off the head and it is their loved one. Oh, that sounds really super creepy though too at the same time oh it's very creepy good. that sounds really good <laughs> yes so i'm and this was just an original idea uh, that I hadn't thought about or, you know, hadn't seen done before. Yeah. Like I said, it does give me a little bit of like talk to me vibes, but it's different enough um, to where I'm all about it. So um, just put it on your watch list. As soon as I get a, a good copy of this that I can share, um, I will I will send it your way. But, I was just gonna say, please put it on your plex. Uh, it's not. It, it was one of those things that you got to put a, a password or a passcode oh, in to watch yeah. it one time. Yeah, I couldn't even yeah. stop it or like um, rewind or pause or nothing. You just got to yeah. watch it. So one people time. don't steal it and put it on their plex. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. So I, I don't know if there's a, a release date yet, but man, um, the director Alberto Cor- Corridor. I don't even. I think it's his first. He did Baghead short in 2017, so he picked he um he took his short film and made it into a feature length. But this is his first uh, feature length film. And oh, I, I wonder think, if the shorts on YouTube. It might be, it might be. I don't know how you know. I don't. I've never seen the short. I don't know. Says it's uh, 15 minutes long. It's Kevin, not Iris. Kevin is haunted by grief and his questions that only deceased can answer. He will meet Baghead, a shape-shifting witch who can channel the dead in the most unusual ways. So it, I think it's a little bit different, but, you know, 
That's cool. I'll try yeah. and find that later. It sounds like something I hope gets a, a like I can go to the movies to see. I hope it gets like a wide release, not just like VOD. Yeah. My my guess is it'll go to uh, Netflix yeah. or something. But yeah. Yeah. I, I'd love it if it was I mean if if um that one you just went out of darkness could get to the movie theater. Why can't this one, you know? They Seriously. should just they should just let me decide which right? ones go to the theater. <laughs> yeah. It's okay. <sighs> so I don't know. All right. So there you go. That's my my first one, and that's I told you that like I'm very very impressed with like uh, a number of the films that I saw, uh, and and that is not normally the case for January February. So to me, 2024 is off to a really good start. So um, I'm glad someone feels that way. <clears throat> <laughs> All right, uh, we are at Jess. Jess, what'd you what'd you say? What'd you say? Yeah, I haven't seen a ton of twenty twenty four releases because, like I was telling you guys before we started recording, I usually use January and February to kind of catch up on like some normie movies that I missed, you know, like Barbie and stuff. Because I kept getting shamed for not seeing that yet, so. Watch some of that kind of stuff with the family. God, I can't believe you haven't seen Barbie. Yeah. By I'm the way, it was just watch, okay. I'm trying to watch Dune Part 1 before Dune Part 2 comes out in the theaters at the end of February. Dune Part 1 is playing at my local theater, so they must yeah, be. Yeah, I think they're 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 putting mm-hmm. it, re-releasing it. Yeah, I might I might go see it. Nice. But my uh, my first 2024 watch was Destroy All Neighbors, uh, which I was really excited to see because uh, Alex Winter kept posting about it all over the place and Jonah Ray's in it. Um, and I think he's he's a cool dude. He was actually, he was in um, the, what is it? Satanic Hispanics mm-hmm. anthology last year. And yeah. I really liked that segment. Um, so that made me even more excited for this. And this follows Jonah Ray's character, uh, who's a struggling prog rock musician named William Brown. And he finds himself in a living nightmare when he accidentally kills Vlad, the neighbor from hell. Um, and that's actually not really giving anything away because this movie is just like so insane uh, that something like that doesn't, it's just a throwaway thing, really. Um, and Vlad is the is the character that's played by Alex Winter. And this is directed by Josh Forbes, who has basically just done music videos, um, which totally makes sense if you're watching this because it's a pro, <laughs> it's like really, really about prog rock in a lot of ways, which I happen to be into. So that kind of made it fun for me. I'm sure a lot of people are going to be disinterested in that, but um, it's just, it's definitely comedy first, horror second. But I really like the special effects, which are part practical and part CG, but all good mm-hmm. and all fun and all really play into the idea around prog rock because it's yep. all about like evolving and changing. Um, and so it's just really fun. It was a little too bananas even for me <laughs> at first. Yeah. I was just like, this is just like too schizophrenic or something. I don't know. It's just like a little too much, but in the end, it kind of came together with a really good message that I could get behind that felt very relatable to me personally. So it kind of won me over by the end of it. But mm-hmm. I was just like, 
okay, this is for like people with ADHD or something, you know, I just, yeah. it, it was, was a little really all over the place. Yes. <clears throat> Uh, but I still had a lot of fun with it, and um, I felt like it was a good one to start the year off with, you know, just, like, something fun. I think last year, the first thing I watched was Megan. It's kind mm -hmm. of a lot, you know, I kind of yeah. like to start with something kind of light and fun. Mm -hmm. um, so, it was definitely that. Yeah. And, um, let's see, Camille Nanjiani is in it as a small, a small role, and then also Thomas Lennon is in it and i always think of reno 911 before i think of anything else even mm -hmm. though he's been in a bunch of stuff but so there's a couple of <laughs> actors you'll recognize and then a handful of actors you won't recognize but it's a lot of fun um and let me see how long it was it's only an hour and 25 minutes so that's yeah. nice <laughs> yeah. that's a breath of fresh air so definitely not like a big waste of time or anything yeah. i mean if it to me if it's um you know, blood and gore and craziness that you're after this, this is a good film to watch. I think so. Yeah. You I know, do love absurd gore. Yeah. It's absurd. I'm trying to think of a, a movie to, to, um, compare it to. And uh, honestly, I, I can compare it to another movie that I just watched, um, yesterday called, um, here for blood. Anybody see that yet? I've heard it, people talking about it lately, but I haven't seen it. Yeah. It's like a crazy slasher home invasion film that has some insane terrible acting insane gore uh in special effects that are all practical but and it mixes professional wrestling i'm not even i'm not even nice. lying i'm not gonna tell you anything more about <laughs> it but if you like professional wrestling and you like horror which normally go hand i like both hand, of those yeah yeah, yeah. i like both of those <laughs> You will like it. You'll like it. So it, it was bonkers, but yeah, yeah. Destroy your neighbors. Destroy all neighbors. Uh, was 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 decent, and that's on Shutter, right? It is. Yeah. All right, Taminator. I'm just gonna say about destroy all neighbors. Landon was here a couple like I think two weekends ago, and I'm like, oh, there's this new movie on Shutter. I really want to see. Let's put the trailer on, and we watched the trailer, and we literally both looked at each other and were like, God no. No way. <laughs> so we didn't watch it. Well, that's another reason I don't watch trailers. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So um, I will start with Out of Darkness because I'm the only one that's seen it. And I believe mm -hmm. it's still in theaters. So a uh, little synopsis. A small boat reaches the shores of a raw and desolate landscape. A group of six have struggled across the narrow sea to find a new home. They are starving, desperate, and living 45,000 years ago. First, they must find shelter, and they strike out across the tundra waste towards the distant mountains that promise the abundant caves they need to survive. But when night falls, anticipation turns to fear and doubt as they realize they are not alone. So, I left the theater really mad at this movie <laughs> because I didn't get the Predator movie that I was promised in the trailer. Mm -hmm. But I also feel like I didn't get much else either, like... What was this movie about? I don't know. Mm -hmm. And it has like an 84% on the tomato beaner. And I literally, I don't get it. it. It's literally about nothing. And I wanted something to come from the story that I was watching for two hours. And literally nothing happens. Um, it literally has no point. How many times am I going to say literally, literally, but literally. Okay. And I guess it's about human struggle for survival, if I had to, like, pick any kind of theme at all. 
But it I don't kinda, think we get too much Stone Age horror. No, and that's what I thought this was, and I was like mm-hmm. super excited. Yeah. Um. There, it, it kind of it set. It starts out with eight people, but then it kind of settles on the teenage girl who I think is twelve or thirteen, and she survives. I don't know if that's a spoiler or not, but um, that that's just it. That that's the whole movie right there. Like that's it. it. It says on IMDb, the first thing that it says to describe this is monster horror. There's no monster yep. in it? There's no monster in it. Well, Spoiler alert. Them. Sorry, but I, I'm, I'm, I, I know we're not spoilery, but I want to save anybody else their 10 bucks who thinks that they're, you know, like going to see. I, you know what? Maybe if I had been told the truth about it, I might have liked it a little bit more but i doubt it and i still would say it has absolutely no story and it's also told in a made-up language so you have to pay very close attention so Mm -hmm. like i'm like in it for two hours because i'm I'm thinking something's gonna happen you know and you have to read the little captions and because whatever they're speaking doesn't it's just like what you think a caveman i don't know ugh ugh you know like kind of like yeah so it's not like you can't even like you know like if i'm watching like a a spanish movie or something i can like half read and still kind of pick up what's going on you know no you have to pay really close attention because they're just kind of making noises and it's just yeah it was just a total letdown because i saw that trailer a couple weeks ago and i was like yes i am so excited for this yeah i'm seeing somebody that says it's more of a low-key survival thriller than a horror film there's no no horror at all nothing i mean there's a little bit of tension because they're like trying to get across this tundra and they're like out there with animals and stuff and they hear noises and stuff um which i think is what they played up in the trailer to make it sound Mm -hmm. like there's like a beastie out there no (laughs) a beastie well, I'm I'm definitely still gonna gonna watch it. I don't know if I'll I'll drop ten dollars on it at the theater after that, but I'll still watch it. Did you it. say it's two hours long? Yes, it was uh, really long. So it's like you have, you know you're concentrating that hard for that long. Now I would you know like we just you and I did you see Godzilla in the theater, Mark? The minus no, one? I haven't seen it yet. But like that was what pretty long, and you had to read it, and I didn't feel mm. that at all the way I did with this. You know, like, so. Yeah. 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 Well, hopefully uh, I'll be able to uh, to catch that when it streams. Just tell you. People are well, going to be mad at, mad at you. The the movie people are going to be mad at you. They're, you well, you know what? They shouldn't lie to me. Okay. <laughs> so there's me. that. And yeah. I mean, I agree. Like, I think the idea of, like, stone age horror it's it's interesting i don't know it like it just seemed like such a cool idea i was like yay somebody that's where they should take the next predator movie you know they took it back to native native american you know indigenous people why don't they take it back to cavemen you know that would be how in the world would they protect themselves against the predator but maybe the predator isn't as advanced as as normal i don't know but you know what? Just at least then give me some kind of predator. Like they yeah. could have run into some wild animals or a dinosaur or whatever the frick they had back then. 
<laughs> and then I would be like, ooh, you know, <laughs> but yeah. nothing. Zero. Yeah. Zilch. Okay. Oh, yeah. Well, that sucks. I maybe won't go see it, but more because it's two hours long. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so over I mean, you do yeah. you, but I just I warned you. OK, but I you mean, look at either. look how we have very different thoughts about Lisa Frankenstein. So you do you, but. Yep. Well, but if there's no horror in it, then. Mm-mm. No, and and you know, as a horror fan, I am gonna sit there and I'm gonna and this is my gripe. I only went and paid that kind of money. I'm not made out of money, but I went and paid that because I'll go pretty much see anything horror in the theater. I just will. Yeah. And I think I I posted on my face on our Facebook, like I think they lure horror people in. Oh they yeah, they know they'll Absolutely. come. And yeah, yeah, yeah. that that's, one of those we, like we've it's about that. It's horror, not horror like made for anyone seats. specifically. Yeah. 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 So. That's 100% too. It's it, I don't know what you'd classify this at as, but um maybe something that should have been on National Grid Geographic channel. <laughs> <laughs> like I'm I'm going to be honest with you. It sounds like a movie I would enjoy. Then you should go but, see it but, because it does but, look good on the big screen. But like I don't feel like I'm going to go in expecting it, expecting it to be horror. So I'll probably like it more because I'm not expecting it to be horror. I'm I'm, I'm looking for whatever yeah. else. So a group of know, people before, trying to get to the caves. That's what it's about. A cave at me hungry. <sighs> yep. Yeah. Like I thought it was still at least going to be horror, but that like I would be okay because I, I didn't see the trailer, so I wouldn't have any expectations. But I did at least have an expectation of it being horror at the very least. So. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No. Okay. All right. My turn. Um, another really good film that I saw. Uh, this one is available on Prime or iTunes. Probably available on VOD. I think I paid four ninety nine for it. Uh, it's called The Seeding. Anybody heard of it? Seen I it? have heard of it. I have I've not heard of seen it. it. Okay. Me too. All right. This this is the the simple plot. Uh, the the IMDb plot is pretty pretty uh, bare bones. But a guy is out in the desert. They shot this on location in Utah. So he's out there uh, taking pictures. And he finds himself lost, and then he finds this boy that looks like he's lost, and he's trying to help this boy find his way out of the desert. And then the boy tells him, you know, you know, f this, f that, and then runs off, and and then he's lost, and he finds this um, little cabin, like really, really small, like a tiny house type of cabin, and it's in the bottom of this like canyon it's it's down below and he has to i don't know why he does this because stupid decision but there's (laughs) these like makeshift ladders that are going to and he goes down those ladders and he goes in there because he's hoping to find help because he's lost and of course the ladders are gone (laughs) afterwards um and he's trapped in this canyon uh, and there's a woman living there and it comes comes to to like that this boy that he saw is one of a pack of like wild sadistic boys that apparently have this woman trapped down there. Why? Yes. Um, 
<laughs> so, and it goes from there. But like, it's about him trying to escape. Um, let me just tell you, whoever shot this movie, this movie is gorgeous. Like, I, like the, like the painted desert, like the overhead shots, the. The cinematography in this movie is is amazing. The acting is really good. The story is pretty. It reminds me a bit of like if if the hills have eyes. The original was like an art house flick. Oh, wow, this yeah. sounds good. Yeah, I really liked it. You know, and it's not you know crazy gory or anything, but it's it's a good story. There's there's little twisties happening, um, and. Uh, yeah, the acting is, is good. The cinematography is good. The music's good. Uh, it, it's just a, a good a good little film. And I don't think this is like a real high-budget film, uh, but it's it's uh, written and directed by a guy named Barnaby Clay. Um, and, and, yeah, I think it's his first. Uh, actually, he has one in 2016 that he did called Shot, the Psycho-Spiritual Mantra of Rock, which – is just a uh, documentary, so that doesn't count. Not that I don't like documentaries; um, it, it, it it does count as a movie. But like, um, this is his first feature, uh, full length feature. And again, these people doing these first time f- feature lengths, man, and, and knocking it out of the park. Mm-hmm. You know, some people might think this is is a little too uh, slow or too boring. It is. It is uh, an hour and fifty minutes. No, an hour and forty minutes. But I did not. Uh, I didn't feel that because I was so um, wrapped up in the story and also the cinematography, like just, just like shots of the desert and like this lady's got this homemade wind chime thing and it's just these spoons and like a shot of that like dangling and you know I mean I, that kind of stuff is really cool uh, to me. Um, nice. Yeah. So, yeah, it does. Yeah. And I, I have questions and I know you can't answer them, so I won't even ask yeah. them. But yeah, yeah, yeah. And he, you know, he's he's just trying to get out and they're they're trying to keep him in. And and there's there's a reason he's there. I'll just say that. Like they're they're keeping him there for a reason. And it's uh yeah, it, it's very it's very interesting. I think that uh I like Baghead better, but this one might be my number two so far of the year. Nice. Yep. Is it um streaming anywhere or is it VOD? It's not or? streaming, you have to buy it. Um Okay. It's on Prime Video for 6.99. I thought I got it on um iTunes for 4.99, but I might I might have paid 6.99. I don't remember. But Okay. Yeah. Well, that's not terrible. No, it's not. So nice. Okay. Jess, you're next. All right. I'm actually bringing up a 2023 movie. Um, just because I didn't hear great things about it last year, so I didn't make it a priority before we did our year-end list. But I still wanted to watch it, so um, I finally gave it a watch. And it's ZOM 100 Bucket List of the Dead on Netflix. Mm-hmm. Did, did either of you guys watch this last year? Yeah, I watched it. Okay, so this is um, a, an anime adaptation into live action. Mm-hmm. Um and I really want to see the anime now because I love this movie. I thought it was so fun. Um, it's it's a lot like Hashtag Alive. 
uh, or one of those recent movies, you know, uh, but the story itself is uh, surviving a zombie apocalypse beats being a wage slave any day. After spending years slaving away for a soul-crushing company, Akira's life has lost its luster. He lives in a trash-filled apartment, his pay is abysmal, and he can't even muster up the nerve to confess his love to his beautiful co-worker. But when a zombie apocalypse ravages his town, it gives him the push he needs to live for himself. Now Akira is on a mission to complete all 100 items on his bucket list before he, well, kicks the bucket. Um, so, so adorable. Um, usually I'm not really into like anime turn live action adaptations, mm -hmm. but this kind of thing is kind of perfect for that. And this director hasn't done a ton, but it looks like the other projects he has worked on are mainly anime to live action as well. So he maybe kind of specializes in that at this point. Um, but it's just like really cute. It's like a very like small crew kind of movie, you know, mm -hmm. like a build your own family kind mm -hmm. of movie. And it just really got me in the feels. It's actually over two hours long, which I couldn't believe when I looked it up because I had so much fun the entire time that I did not notice that it was long at all. Mm -hmm. And it's like kind of wacky, you know, because it is based on an anime, but it's not like that. I mean, there's like one thing specifically that's very over the top. But mm -hmm. aside from that, it's like pretty believable, you know, considering the fact that it's a zombie apocalypse. <laughs> um, but I just thought it was so much fun. And I don't know why people I don't know what people didn't enjoy about it or if they were just saying it's not like horror first, you know, because it's like cute first it's like mm -hmm. more about character development and finding your voice and things like that but i thought the effects looked good you know i feel like whenever um whenever we get a zombie movie from like japan or korea or something like their zombie looks are always like really good to me i always enjoy them so i thought the zombies were really cool but it's so fun and cute <sighs> character development is so good and that's like always my favorite thing when you get it right so i would recommend it um i'm not gonna name i mean i don't know if anyone knows any of these actors none of them look familiar to me but yeah i thought the main actor especially he was just like so adorable and you just totally rooted for him and i totally get this like you see him start off really excited about his job, you know, he got out of college. He's like, I work so hard and I'm going to have my dream job. This is so cool. He's all happy <laughs> and excited. And then you just watch him like slowly deteriorate. And they just like, I think his first shift, he works like two days in a row without being able to go home. And he's like, uh oh, <laughs> this is my dream job. Uh, mm -hmm. So, but yeah, I think people should give it a chance if they haven't. If you're in the mood for something like light and fun you know mm -hmm. did you yeah, like I'm, it mark I, I remember liking it I, i'm just telling you i'm a little zombied out oh yeah we're getting I, back I'm a to little the zombie zombied out. burnout but yeah. i but i i do think it's a well-made movie and um yeah it was cute it was it was fun um <clears throat> but it i was i don't think it was um something that i mentioned at all on the on the year end podcast or the no, I don't stuff. Think you, yeah. But yeah, it's it's not it's not bad. So if you're if you're not zombied out, you might you might love it. So I like it. Taminator, you're up. 
Jess, do you care if I do Lisa Frankenstein? You can kind of like tag team it with me. Yeah, let's tag team it. I've I seen thought it you too. would do it. Oh, you saw it too? Oh, well, yes. all right. Well, I'm doing I let's, didn't know that. Well, triple team it. <laughs> all righty. Uh, Lisa Frankenstein, a coming of rage love story from acclaimed writer Diablo Cody about a misunderstood teenager and her high school crush who happens to be a handsome corpse. After a set of playfully horrific circumstances bring him back to life, the two embark on a murderous journey to find love, happiness, and a few missing body parts along the way. So this had pieces that I like, like I was this girl, (laughs) like literally. I mean, I never raised anyone from the dead, but... I was kind of like, I was her in the 80s. I was kind of like a little bit of the outsider, you know. Thanks um, for I thought, clearing that up for us, though. Yeah. <laughs> I just wanted to, you know. Yeah, I was worried for a split yeah. second. Um, I thought it had good music. I really liked the animated sequences. But as a whole, I just feel like it really fell short on story. Like, I felt more for the characters that I think we weren't supposed to bond with, like the dad and the sister. Um, and I love Carla Gugino and Gugino, whatever, however you say her name, in anything. And I even like Catherine Newton, who was the main girl, but they just could save it for me. I loved the aesthetic, the clothes, the music, but I just could not buy into that love story at all. And it's the basis of the movie. You guys take it away. All right. <laughs> I, like well, I really liked it. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I thought it was great. I did think, you know, it's pretty absurd, but it did mostly a good job at kind of balancing out the absurd and the more regular stuff. But it kind of veers off, you know, every once in a while and gets pretty cringy. I think most of the cringe parts are really like having to do with Lisa's character. Like as she becomes more confident in herself, she kind of becomes like insufferable. (laughs) Yeah. Not like completely insufferable, but she does. There are times where I'm like, oh my God, you were really annoying. Can you go back to being nonverbal? <laughs> <laughs> but aside from that, I really enjoyed it. And I, lo- I love Doom romances. You know, I hate rom coms, but if you make it gory and inject some horror into it, finally it's a rom com I can actually like. So. <laughs> It's kind of like the Christmas thing, right? Like, I hate Christmas, but I'm starting to come around on Christmas because now they're making a bunch of Christmas horror movies. I'm like, okay, I feel more included now. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> I know I feel with this, but yeah, I agree. The music was perfection, like both the score and the soundtrack. And it kind of felt like Tim Burton when Tim Burton was still good, which I really miss. <laughs> so yeah. I really yeah. enjoyed that aspect of it. And did you guys know that the director is Zelda Williams, who's Robin Williams' daughter? No. Oh, no. Yeah. So I kept saying, I was like, why does her name look familiar? So I finally looked her up. Oh, yeah, that's Robin Williams' daughter. Because I remember, you know, when he passed away, like, seeing statements from her and stuff. Mm -hmm. Um, And she included a few nods to him in this, which I thought was pretty sweet. And um, it's her first, like, full-length directorial movie so I'm pretty excited because direction wise I really enjoyed it definitely like if I have a problem with it it's probably more to do with the writing which of course it's Diablo Cody so we know what we're in for with her but it does get a little you know it's very stylized um (laughs) very stylized I I was uh shocked that I liked it 
as as much as I did. Um, I'm glad. I it, well, I'm glad you liked it. Yeah, I mean, yeah. Yeah. I don't think it's going to be on my top, you know, ten. I, I just th- I thought it was funny. It was fun, and I I like what you said there, Jess. You said um, like Tim Burton because I wrote down reminds me of a lot more colorful Edward Scissorhands. Yes, it was very like Edward Scissorhands mm-hmm. to me. I would definitely uh, say this is a, at least a one-time watch to make sure that you you know you know if it's your thing or not. Usually, I thought I thought it would be your thing, Terminator. One hundred percent, I did too. I I and it's really hard for me to verbalize. I think I need to sit with it a little bit longer to figure out what just didn't click for me. I will give it mad props though for being something different. You know that it. Yay for that. I'm like really, really appreciative of that. So, yep. I can't wait to see what uh, Vin thinks of the dream sequence because it was actually like one of my favorite parts. (laughs) He'll hate it. (laughs) (laughs) No, it's so cool though. Mm -hmm. Yep. I agree, but he'll hate it. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Uh, Next one for me is. One that I saw um, a couple days ago on Prime. Again, I had to pay for it. I'm thinking, yeah, I'm looking $6.99. I liked it um, a good bit. I don't, I don't know if you want to drop $7 on it or if you want to wait for it to stream somewhere. Uh, it's called Departing Seniors. Um, this is, uh, th- there seems to be a lot of like slashers coming out like you know so uh, (laughs) uh, it's a comedy horror mystery um hour and 20 25 minutes long so it's pretty pretty uh quick moving um following an act of bullying witty high school senior javier develops psychic abilities which he must use to stop a mysterious killer from targeting his classmates so basically this guy named javier he hangs out with uh, his his friend who's a girl and he gets picked on a lot but he's he's like you know standing up for himself and he's running from these bullies and they they accidentally knock him down the stairs of the school and he cracks his head on the floor and all of a sudden he has now psychic abilities so when everybody when anybody touches him or he touches something that's of somebody's he can see visions of what's going to happen to them or whatever. So he starts seeing visions of all of his classmates being killed by this masked serial killer. Uh, So he's trying to figure out who's the killer. He's trying to warn people before they get killed, trying to piece it all together. Um, It reminds me a little bit of the vibe of like a totally killer or freaky type of thing. I don't think it has the budget that the, the, those other ones did, but it's, it is well shot. Um, Claire Cooney is the um, director. I don't know if she's done anything. Um, let me look. Nope. Nope. This is her first feature length. Uh, she's got a couple shorts out, but again, with the first uh, feature length, yeah. this is actually a really well shot um, film. Does not look cheap. The, the, uh, um, the, the, the funnies are funny. I think the, um, the poster is really cool looking and the, um, the acting is good. I thought so, uh, it, it's got some decent kills. Um, 
there's another movie that I'm going to talk about. That's a, a slasher that's getting some, some, some hype right now. And that did not deliver uh, any good kills, but this one uh, is, is pretty decent. So, and you will, um, you know, you'll be pleasantly surprised if you go in just looking for a, you know, a good, funny uh, horror slasher. This is, is what this is, Departing Seniors. And it's basically, it starts, it's several days from graduation. So that's why it's called Departing Seniors. Everyone that's getting killed is a departing senior. But yeah, nice. so very, very good. Uh, I've never seen anybody uh, before, like as far as, you know, it, Ignacio Diaz Silver Silverio or whatever is the name of the um the lead character Javier. I don't I don't I don't think he's been in anything. I don't know. But uh very good. It was very good. Okay. Departing seniors. I think you'll get a kick out of it. Nice. Definitely gonna watch that mm-hmm. at some point. Yep. All right, Jess, you're up. All right. Well, um don't have any more 2024 movies, but I did watch the latest Joe Bob Valentine special and they covered vamp from, I think 1986 and a movie called freeway from 1996. I'd never heard of, I'd never heard of it before. Is that Kiefer Sutherland? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. David Lynch, right? No, it's not David Lynch. No, it's from, it's from someone named Matthew Bright who didn't really direct anything at, much else um it looks like he writes more and he's an actor but he did do a freeway too with natasha leone in it Mm. so i will probably seek that out at some point i'm sure it's just like totally off the rails but um this has reese witherspoon and Kiefer sutherland and i love this movie like i kept thinking about it afterwards it's like really messed up, but um, it's more crama, uh, crime drama thriller. <laughs> Let me mix all the words together. And it's a twisted take on Little Red Riding Hood uh, with a teenage juvenile delinquent on the run from a social worker traveling to her grandmother's house and being hounded by a charming but sadistic serial killer and pedophile. Um So it's like super messed up and a lot of it is played like dark comedy. But I think too, that what I heard on Joe Bob's show was that the director, who's also the writer, he wanted to take, he wanted to like take the idea of white trash and kind of like make it, he wanted to like kind of give it some justice. You know what I mean? Like obviously it's still a dark comedy, but it's still like really messed up too, you know? Mm-hmm. And you really do feel, especially for Reese Witherspoon's character in this, I loved her character and yeah. her character development. Yeah. Um, and I thought that her acting was so good. I was totally in. Kiefer Sutherland is really good too at being like the worst person in existence. Yeah. Um, what they do with the character of his wife is like, really I didn't think that they would take the story there and I was really shocked when they did so it's this really strange mix of being dark and comedic but also like grungy and like kind of realistic a lot of the time um and just like messed up and I liked that it went into all these messed up places you know um Mm. and it did a lot of things that you could not do anymore 
you know, like, for example, there's a, a black cop that's giving Reese Witherspoon's character crap. And then she says something very offensive to him, you know, which you would not be able to get away with nowadays. But the whole point of it was like, oh, you're allowed to talk to me like this, but I can't talk to you like this. You think I'm just white trash. And I was like shocked. But also it's kind of nice to look back into the past sometimes because people just don't go there anymore. You know what I mean? So I really enjoyed my watch. So if you guys haven't caught the new Joe Bob yet. I would definitely recommend it. Um, and then also Vamp. I hadn't seen Vamp before. And it's you I've know, never seen that. Grace it's Jones. One of, yeah, it's obviously one, you know, where it's like you're a horror person. You have to see it at some point. So I that's one of the reasons I love Joe Bob too, is that like it forces me to finally catch up on some of those that have been on my watch list for a long time. Um, and I didn't love it the way that a lot of people do but i still had a lot of fun with it it was definitely visually like very fun to watch the mm -hmm. story is just kind of like who wrote this who came up with this <laughs> whole idea of like these boys are being hazed and trying to get into a fraternity and they go to some vampire strip club to try and recruit a stripper so that they'll be let it it's like as you what? do <laughs> As you do. <laughs> like, what? You couldn't come up with something a little simpler. Um, but I like the vampire effects. They look great. And there's a handful of actors uh, that you'll recognize. Like, uh, a the character of AJ is played by Robert Russler, who is in one of Tammy's favorites, the second Nightmare on Elm Street. <laughs> mm. So he was I the friend. behind that. That was his, like, jock his jock frenemy. Um, so I saw him and I'm like, Oh, is that the one that got towel whipped? <laughs> I think so. Ooh. I don't know. It was the one that he kept like going and talking to, like they're supposed to hate each other, but they kind of became BFFs. The infamous towel whipping. Scene. <laughs> yes. <laughs> that is one of the funniest scenes in horror history. I swear, it really is. <laughs> All right, Vamp and Freeway. Not, yeah, I, I definitely, I put... like, I especially wanted to highlight Freeway just because yeah. I've never heard of it, never heard anyone talking about it, and Reese, Reese Witherspoon is, like, my hero in this movie. That's, that's uh, when Reese was was first starting out, you know. Well, yeah, she was she, she actually, I saw her in a, in a really serious kind of, drama film called man in the moon yeah she was like yeah. 11 or 12 years she's old she's really young she's really in good that. in that but yeah. like that's when she started like as a teenager i think she probably did that uh movie um what's the election after that's that so good too. election oh, so yeah. Yeah. Good. yeah really she was in like these like dark comedy like biting type things but yeah i want, I want to watch that this week i want to see it because i don't think i've ever seen it I, I knew immediately it was um, Keith or Kiefer Sutherland, but I, I don't. Uh, and he is, like you said, he's he does such a good job at playing the worst person in the world. Remember that movie that he did with Sally Field um, where he killed her daughter and he, he gets out? I think it's called Eye for an Eye. If you've never seen that, I think I have, but like, and she, a long and she is going to get revenge on him. And he's like yeah. teasing her and taunting her because yeah, he got yeah. out, he got away yeah. with it. And he is the worst 
human being alive in that movie. And I can believe it. I'm, I'm believing it. You know, he's got that toothpick in his mouth and I just, yeah. just want to punch him right in the face. Yeah. Nice. Good yeah. Old, good old Maybe thing. I'll watch that and you can you watch should. Highway and then we can compare notes. Yes. yes. You know what's depressing <laughs> is that that's a 40 year old and a 30 year old movie. Yeah. It's ridiculous. Wow. Don't even remind me. I don't, God, I don't no, need to be reminded that I'm that old. Rude. I know. Right. God. All right. What you got for right. later? I'm I'm sorry that I'm going to talk about this, but I don't have that much. So, skeletons in the closet. Mm. All right. What, what is Shutter thinking? Uh, I think Putting they've been taken on there. How? Okay. A woman becomes possessed by an evil spirit after she saves the life of her terminally ill daughter. Okay. So I said, check out this cast: Terrence Howard, Oscar-nominated actor. Cuba Gooding Jr., Oscar-winning actor for Jerry Maguire. Udo Kier, who I love as a character actor, and he was also in Suspiria. Uh, Sally Kirkland, who's been in such greats as The Sting and JFK. So you see this cast, and you're like, wow, you know, this has, this has got to be great, right? Yeah. Oh, this took me four sittings to get through, and I only finished it so that I'd have something more to talk about tonight. This is one of the worst movies I have ever seen. <laughs> I would say it resembles a Lifetime movie, but that is an insult. No, I absolutely thought that. I said, this is a Lifetime movie with, like, really bad special effects. That's the only other sentence I have. I I said that these are the worst. (laughs) I could do better. Like, I mean, I don't even know what to say about it. How would you even describe it? You can't even say it looks like something out of the 70s or 80s because it wasn't even that bad back then. And then whoever played the mom... This Valerie Ortiz, it was her acting was painful, just mm-hmm. cringeworthy to watch. Um, it's I said it's just ghastly, absolutely terrible, avoid at all costs. Yeah, well, I, I can understand Cuba Gooding Jr. because ever since like the 90s, he is he's dropped off and he's been taking terrible roles. And like his you know what I'm saying? He's still a good actor, but he'll he'll be in anything. You know, yeah, he really will be. But Terrence Howard? Yeah. He's a great actor. Yes. Like, what is he doing in this movie? What Did he, he owe that? somebody a favor? Did they have something on him? That's I'm not what sure. I was thinking. Like, literally, and how like, did they get it on Shudder? Like, uh, it really, mm-hmm. like, if they had this for 99 cents on iTunes, I would not, I, I, I couldn't would've... recommend it. No. No. Yeah, no. don't watch it at all. Don't no, don't. With you. I'm well, glad I'm not both, the only one. You both didn't like it, so I'm no, avoiding. No, <laughs> no, we both hated it. We <laughs> talked about how it used to be if it got a shutter release, you knew it was probably a curated choice yep. and it was at least worth a watch. That is not true anymore at all. No, no it's not. That's sad. I'm going to take my shutter commercial off. But I'm I love sorry. that commercial. Um, I know. That's why we love it. <laughs> yeah. Shutter kills Netflix on selection. Not anymore. Yes. <laughs> Damn it! Are we all going over to Screenbox? Is that what's happening? No, I don't think that <laughs> is that is that the thing now. Screenbox. Yeah. Apparently, know. Screen Screenbox has been picking up the last year. Is what I heard. Well, Tubi's trying. 
with their I love Tubi. I love Tubi too. They're trying with their originals, but they're not getting any like good new releases, you know. But they're also not pretending they're anything that they're not. Tubi like embraces their B B movie, you know, like this is what we are, take it or leave it. Yeah, Mm -hmm. I agree. I agree. All right. I'm back up. I'll do um one that I saw theaters in a in a sneak preview founders day um this is another um slasher (laughs) small town um there's an election happening and um there's a killer that's dressed up like you know they get the old wig the old powder wig and mask or whatever like an old uh founding father (laughs) and he's killing with like a gavel and stuff and uh oh god it's got the father from boy meets world in it i don't know if you know him um william william something and he uh he was actually he's actually a pretty good actor and he was in um if you ever remember that al pacino film cruising that's a wild movie if you've never seen cruising from the 70s uh, tammy you'd love that movie i'm just gonna let you know um I don't know why I've not. I mean, I'm, I'm of course very aware, but I can Al picture Pacino the poster in my goes mind. Undercover, yeah, in cruising, the gay, yeah, the gay underground in. I believe it's in L.A. Why have I? It not might seen be New that? York. <laughs> yeah, um, because there's a serial killer killing gay people, and he gets up. You know, oh, it's it's, yeah, um, crazy. But Founders Day is just. I've heard a lot of people hyping this up. It's got a, a good little twist at the end, but the the kills are like nothing that you wouldn't see on just like Lifetime or something. There's there's no inventive kills. There's no uh, good special effects. None of that. Um, it is really um, just kind of paint by numbers um, and. You, these people who are doing these slashers, look, Thanksgiving and, and other, they stepped up the game last year. Okay. So that's what I am basing my, <laughs> my uh, slasher threshold yeah. okay, going forward. Cause I, I know it can be done. They can get back to practical effects. They can get back to really um, inventive kills. The things that, horror fans who like slashers love and this is just blah blah uh i would not ever even watch it again that's that's how do you think they're trying to jump on this like holiday horror oh of course and so they did like a president's day well i think it's it's election year so i'm sure you know but here's the thing if you're gonna do it do it right and do it well and and put it out closer to election day. Like I like this is just somebody had an idea and they, you know, put some money into it and uh, but not enough money to really to show that they really cared. Um it was just a ca- a cash grab and I can't see them making any cash on this. So uh I say I say no thank you. Yeah, I it say got vote, a theatrical no. release. Why? I say vote, no. Well, it was, a, a one, no. it was a one-day uh, screening, so I'm oh, hoping okay. that maybe they won't. I, I can't imagine 
anybody going to the theater and walking out being like, wow, that's great. I mean, it, 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 it kind of pissed me off, but I'm just going to tell you. Yeah, I actually haven't heard any hype around it. I've just heard people saying it's mediocre so far. Yeah. yeah. Well, I had I heard the hype, I guess, last year or whatever. It was probably the people that made the movie trying to hype it up. Uh, <laughs> right. You know, you know. Or people, like, excited to see it. Yep, yep. All right, Jess, you're up. All right. Some older movies. I'm going to do another double feature here. Um, I caught up on some found footage movies that I've never seen. Um, and one was Grave Encounters from 2011. And the, other, <laughs> and the other was Hell House LLC from 2015. Because um, I didn't watch the new Hell House, you know, because I hadn't seen any of the previous ones. Mm-hmm. So I'm trying to fill those blind spots finally because everybody loves Hell House. Um, of the two, I think I actually... Um, enjoyed Grave Encounters more, mm-hmm. but it was only because with Hell House, I could not see what the yeah. hell was happening at the end. What the and hell, so, House? <laughs> yeah, what the hell? So I'm going to watch it again at some point and go through all of them, but um, it was really hard for me to make out what was happening, but I still like the whole concept of it. But Grave Encounters, I thought was so funny. Um, just that whole idea of like, it's a reality show and we have this production crew that go and lock themselves inside an abandoned uh, mental hospital that's supposedly mm-hmm. haunted. And it kind of really takes you back to that era of those kind of ghost hunter shows Mm -hmm. um but it's it's cool because they're like playing up all the stuff and like paying off the gardener to say something that didn't actually happen but Mm -hmm. they are like they do actually want to see you know like ghostly phenomenon it's just that they haven't had anything happen yet why why while they've been doing the show and they need to make money Mm -hmm. but you get you get these little scenes with all of them where they're like oh, I think something real is happening. And they are like genuinely excited, you know, until they get trapped in this Mm -hmm. place. And it is so scary. Um, And I'm sure the budget was like nothing. And I felt like they did all the tricks that they're supposed to do to really make it effective. Mm -hmm. Um, So I actually really enjoyed it. And I'm definitely going to see the second one. yeah, so I, I think Grave Encounters is one of the most underrated um, found footage films. I think that it's it is genuinely creepy, and like that that one scene stays with me. But with with the little girl that falls in the bathtub, oh you know yeah, that? and it's just yeah. gone. You know, I'm just like, ah, what's going on? Um, yeah, but yeah, very creepy. It's been a while since I saw it, but I, I do remember really liking it. I've never seen the second one, so uh, if you see it, let me know if I. I need to watch it. Ooh, I will. Great. Yes, and counts. then yeah, with both of these, something that kind of bothered me is there are times when like they don't believe somebody saw something, even though they're already experiencing weird phenomenon themselves. You know, and I feel like that used to be a bigger thing in found footage movies back mm-hmm. in the day, and I think people have finally cut on that that's annoying <laughs> and yep. not realistic. But I did notice that both of the movies. Uh, had that common thread um, yep. or where they're making like the dumbest choice, yep. <laughs> you know, it's like, come on, even if you didn't believe it, you still wouldn't do that. Yeah. Um, but still two fun movies to watch. Um, I watched both of them with friends. So that made it even more fun. Um, 
And yeah, I'm glad I finally checked these off of my watch list. Very good. Very good. Can hold on All to right. my horror card for now. <laughs> I, well, we'll send your card in. We'll stamp it. Send it back. To you. <laughs> um, Perfect. I'm going to take a page out of your book and I'm going to go do a double because I've got more than than Tammy does. Tammy, you, are you going to do Night Swim? I'll do Night Swim, but that's really all I've got okay. left that's to fine. talk about. That's fine. Um, two more films that I thought were really good. Um, one is not out yet. It comes out March 1st. It's called Amelia's Children. And this is a Portuguese film, but it's it's mostly spoken in English. Uh, it's about this guy who um, he uh, let me I'm gonna read the. Uh, I'm sorry, I should have had this. I should have prepared. I was so enthralled. There we go. Amelia's Children. Yeah, and it comes out March 1st, and I think it's just going to go to VOD. Edward searches for his biological family in Portugal. He finds a villa and reunites with his long-lost mother in twin. Uh, but their shared past holds a dark secret that will forever change his understanding of his identity and origins. So it's, you know, this guy who has been adopted and he doesn't know where he comes from and he's traced it back to, um, you know, he does a little DNA test and it traces it back to this villa reunites with his mom and his twin brother and let's just say witches oh okay? yes we'll okay witches. um and kind of goes that's off that's all the you had to say yeah that's yeah. all you have to yeah um okay really really well shot really well uh acted i thought um you know special effects are um you know what that what they need to be nothing over the top but uh it's a, it's a creepy uh house they do a lot of um playing with light and shadow um so i i really uh and his girlfriend is is there with him too and she's experiencing a lot of stuff and she's not you know he's not seeing some of this stuff and she's being kind of almost like tortured a little bit like what's what's happening so uh when this comes out you should definitely give it a shot. Uh, an hour and 31 minutes long. So, yep. Amelia's Children. And then um, the next one is Double Blind. This one, uh, you can be you can rent this on um, Prime Video for $5.99. It says that it's in theaters. Um, good gravy. Oh, I see what it is. The, the only place it's showing here is at the AFI Silver theater and there's you know that, that's like a really fancy theater that only plays things one time so but double blind is um after an experimental drug trial goes awry the test subjects face a terrifying side effect if you fall asleep you die trapped oh. in an isolated facility panic ensues as they try to escape and somehow stay awake um this has got Millie Brady in it. Um, you, if you watched um, Last Kingdom uh, on, I believe that's Netflix, and she was also in King Arthur and uh, Pride and Prejudice and Zombies. I know uh, that movie. You probably know her face. I don't know if you would know her, uh, you know, by her name. And it's also got um, Pollyanna McIntosh, who was in The Walking Dead. Um, I forget what her name was, but she's kind of got like a weird striking look to her and she's the doctor. And basically what this is, is, is a bunch of college students are trying to make some money by 
letting themselves be experimented on uh, by this pharmaceutical company, uh, and they give them this um, this drug, and they're trying to uh, you know find out what the side effects of this drug is, and, and it ends up you know that they will die if they fall asleep. <laughs> so it's it, it's you know, and it kind of it kind of really. But the first 20 to 30 minutes is a lot of character building. You get to know all of the uh, the people who are, you know, in this experiment and everything. And then it goes off the rails and it's got some really good um, uh, sequences. And I, I kind of thought of it as a, you know, a Freddy Kruegerless Dream Warriors type of thing. Uh, but I, I enjoyed it a lot. Uh, I need to watch it again. Um, but yeah, it, it was it was again well shot, well acted. Um, so I, I'd say give it a give it a shot. Double blind. There you go. Come All on, right, you're getting in some good watches already for the year. Yeah, uh-huh. I, I'm. You know, I mean, this again. I'm not here to say like they're they're going to be the best of the year. I'm used to in January and February watch waiting through absolute crap. Mm-hmm. And so the fact that I've watched four or five like really uh, entertaining movies so far, I'm I'm all about it. I'm all about it. So keep it up, 2024. You're off to a, a better start than 2023. Was. I was just gonna say, I think Yay. we're all holding our breath a little, hoping this is what's mm-hmm. gonna happen. You know, yep, yep. totally. Eminator. All right, I will do a movie that I've seen probably a couple months ago now, but I see it is still in the theater, and that is Night Swim. Mm -hmm. A family moves into a new home, unaware that a dark secret from the house's past will unleash a malevolent force in the backyard pool. So I went and saw this with Landon, and we both really liked it. Mm -hmm. Um, I think it maybe wasn't... I, if I remember right, I didn't hear it getting a lot of love, but we th- really thought it was great. I mean, it's definitely a PG-13 Blumhouse movie, but yeah. I thought there was some actual thir- uh, actual real scares in it. Like yeah. the scene with the, the pool filter kind of mm-hmm. like reminded me of like it, you know, oh, yeah. there's something in there. It definitely I, was. Like, it's Pennywise in there. Yeah, exactly. There. And I thought the... the <laughs> The original mom, you know, the Chinese mom was just like really terrifying. Just really just some disturbing images there. So, um, yeah, I I liked the family dynamic. Like I liked the family. I cared about them. I thought the children actors were really, really good. Mm -hmm. Um, And yeah, I just, I mean, I kind of went into that not expecting much and ended up really liking it. And I think the fact that it's still in the theaters should say something for it. Yeah. You know? Yeah. I think, I mean, I think it's making money. Yeah. Um, I, I was, su- I was surprised how much I liked, how much I liked it. Mm-hmm. I, I found one or two sequences, um, with the creature under the water to be a little cheesy. Yes. Um, yeah. special effects wise. I was like, yeah. okay, that took me out of it for, for yeah. a second, <laughs> but the actual, story of the family and and the father who who's been sick and he's trying to get you know and the fact that this yeah. pool is like healing him and 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 even like some of the things that we were watching i don't know if you noticed like when they're in the pool in, in the in the dark and like the lights flicker or whatever you can like see people standing around the 
edges of the pool. Oh, no, I don't yeah, think I remember it's like that. Just, oh. just like shadowy, like Michael oh. Myers standing back, you know. Yeah. Uh, both me and my son saw that, and we were like, ooh, look, look, yeah. look. Like <laughs> yeah. one time, like I think it was the girl uh, and her boyfriend yeah. that were playing the Marco Polo. Yeah. That's mm-hmm. the that's the, the one they used in the trailer. Um, and she's playing Marco Polo, and he sneaks out of the pool. So she's there and she's and in the lights flicker and in the background there is somebody standing on the diving board. I yeah, so little things that. like that. Yeah. I love that. Yeah. I love that. You know, and then mm-hmm. and the lights go back and it's gone, you know. So I I, I enjoyed that. Um it, it's not it's not the best movie in the world. There's there's some holes in it. There it's not gonna end up in the top ten, but for a for a um a January a theater release for horror, you could do a whole lot worse. Oh, for sure. Yeah, and you know, the scene that you were talking about in the pool that you said kind of took it out. I thought the movie was creepy enough. It We didn't need to see the monster in the pool. Mm-hmm. I, they really didn't even need to do that. I no. agree with what you're saying. I think they should have stopped there. Yeah. But, it would have been um, scarier. Yes. Like, yeah. you know, us, uh, our imaginations. What's yes. in there. Cause you know how it is. Like, when people saw Jaws, they didn't want to go in the pool yeah. and in the deep end, right? Because yeah, because yeah, there's a great white shark in the deep end. Yeah. It's just it's just about like stuff you can't see underneath of you. Um, you know, pools always creep you out like that. I think, um, and and I did like the explanation, like of why the pool was like that. What happened? Yep. Um, yeah. So definitely, definitely an underrated little. Little film. What did you think? You saw it, didn't you, Jess? No, I haven't seen it because everyone was saying it was bad. I had someone tell me that I was literally too good to see it. (laughs) And I I was like, do you know what I watch? (laughs) No. No. I mean, don't don't go into it again thinking that like, oh, Mark Mark and Tammy said it's the best film. No. Right. It's it's a a decent horror film that, that, you know. Uh, when you're when you're in January and you're looking for something to watch, uh, mm-hmm. and you and you get crap most of the time, it was a pleasant it was a pleasant surprise. So nice. I'm, I'm all about I might it. you know what if it's still in the theater I might go and I see it instead of out of a darkness. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's worth it. Uh, yes. Do if that. you can go see it a matinee, you know, get yourself in there for six or seven bucks. Yeah. You yeah. Know, it's totally worth it. Nice. Well, I might just do that. Because I'm going to watch that one at some point anyway. So if I'm not using that ticket I was going to use on Out of Darkness, (laughs) Mm -hmm. (laughs) might as well. You should take your daughter with you if she would want to go, I think. Yeah, she's been hard to get a hold of because she's been working a lot since she started her job. But maybe. All righty, it is my turn. Um, okay, I'll do a double again, and then I'll be done. Actually, I'm done. I'm, so you guys can just do your double. I'm gonna do it. I'm gonna do a triple, and I'm done. Okay. Okay. Uh, first of all, uh, if you have not been watching the latest season of True Detective. What are you doing with your life? <laughs> uh, it's called Night Country. It's got oh, Jodie Foster in it. It is definitely horror. Yes. It's definitely got a lot of horror uh, to it. It's got, got a little bit of um, just, it's just creepy. 
<laughs> it's just creepy. Uh, and you can't get any better as far as acting and production. So and it's only six episodes. I believe that the ep- episode six, the season finale, uh, airs tonight. Yeah. So it will be over, but you know, it's a nice contained six episode thing. So if you, you know, just want to binge that, that I think that will, you know, uh, leave you wanting more. So, uh, and I have not seen any of the other true, ep- true detective seasons. Oh, Mark, you have to see season I'm, one. I know. You have to I mean, see season one. I know I, I, I do, but Jodie Foster is one of my favorites always has been. So when I saw she was in it, I was like, yeah, I'm going to just watch this. And it, it, she's it, so it, good it, in this too. Yeah. Oh she is really, really good. And, well, she's, she's mean as crap. And yes. Yeah. You know, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I actually read that she told the creators that she would only take the role if she could be kind of a jerk. Yeah. Well, yeah. because I think originally the role wasn't supposed to be like that. And she's like, no, I don't want to be. I can't be. imagine if that character wasn't a jerk. Like it, yeah. she makes, yeah. the, makes the whole series yeah. really. Yeah. Yeah. I think it was supposed to be more like really too much of a mirror of her from silence um, mm-hmm. of the lambs. Um, yeah. And so she was like, I don't want to play that same character. So yeah. you have to give me like a jerky spin. <laughs> yep. Yeah. No, I, I definitely. I would I would just uh, say to go ahead and go on in and watch it blind and 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 realize that it's not straight horror but there are horror elements in it and you, you'll probably probably enjoy it a great deal. Um, yeah. Next is another slasher. This one um, I believe I got on Prime. Yep, for four ninety nine. Four dollars ninety nine cents, um, and I believe this is from those wonderful people at Dread Central. I think they are the ones that produce this. It's called Last Night at Terrace Lanes. Um, it's it's about a bowling alley that is closing down. It's 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 last night. Okay, so these young adults. I don't I don't know if they're supposed to be teenagers or not, but they're young adults and they, they're going to go and they're going to hang out and they're going to bowl and they're just going to party, um, you know, sending this, this thing off into the, the sunset. And there is a cult of killers that, uh, decide, <laughs> yes, that decide to come into the bowling alley and kill everybody okay. because it's, it's like this religious, cult or whatever this they have the leader or whatever and they all have matching outfits like blue sweat suits with hoods and like white porcelain masks on uh so that's a cool look um it's got some it's really bloody it's really really bloody uh it's got some good um kills in it so much better than founder's day so much better <laughs> uh the acting isn't necessarily as good I think it's a little bit less um, less budgeted, but Jamie Nash is the um, director. He did uh, uh, some stuff, VHS2, um, The Night Watchman. I don't know if you remember that from 2017. Um, he wrote that, um, and he produced VHS2, one of those segments. So he's, uh, you know, he's kind of a young guy, up and coming. He's actually from Baltimore. Uh, up near me, yeah. but it was, uh, it was decent. It was a decent, uh, slasher. 
if you're looking for it for that sort of thing it's it's nothing that's brand new doesn't bring anything new to the table but i I always love like uh what they do is they chain the doors you know so no one can get out so people are looking for every which way place to hide um and it's just you know it's probably like 12 of the the cult members stalking around trying to kill people and and some of those you know cult members get killed themselves and it's kind of like this bloody fight for survival so yeah it's it's not bad at all uh that actually sounds really good you know i stopped checking prime a long time ago it's from what you're saying i need to start looking on there again i go on there every week and i just sort it by last added horror or whatever and i mean i'll just be honest most of it's crap well yeah but i mean (laughs) i have a big selection though yeah most of it's crap uh, as far as the new ones that go. Yeah, um, but if what I'm getting on shutters crap anyway, I'll yeah. I'm ready to look some different places, you know. Yeah. Yeah. Well, if you wait long enough, it'll be up on my Plex. Um, <laughs> so <laughs> just uh, and then um, last thing that I wanted to talk about tonight is Tim. Um, this has got who did I say Georgina Campbell. Is that, mm-hmm. is that who I said, what her name was? Yeah. Um, this is kind of what I would consider, like, they're, they're riffing off of Megan. Um, this is, they're trying to be like oh. a sophisticated Megan, uh, an adult type <laughs> Megan. Um, prosthetics engineer Abby moves to the countryside to work on her latest product, a humanoid AI called tim technologically integrated manservant <laughs> that's what it stands no for. no yes it does no. um but uh as goofy as that sounds the movie is not bad the movie's not bad it, it's it has a lot to say about um you know how much do we want ai or robots or technology to do for us. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and of course this AI thing, this Tim, he kind of has, his, ends up having a mind of his own and wanting things of his own. And, and that's where it goes wrong. Uh, and, and the husband and wife become, you know, in danger from him. I feel like we've seen this lately, but it's always a, a female AI. If that's even yeah. if that's even a thing, you yeah. Know? There was a there was a TV show. I'm not sure what it was called. My wife watched it, um, where it was something similar. Uh, the The guy who plays Tim, uh, his name is is it Eamon Farron? Um, I'd never seen him before. He's in uh, the movie Winchester, in the movie Chained. Um, the dig, which was a good film a couple years ago, but he, I just wish they'd have done something better with his hair. It looks so ridiculous. Oh yeah. Uh, oh, it just, just look it up. I'm now like, I have to. Now I have to. Come on. It makes him look absolutely ridiculous. Um, like if you're going to create a uh, uh, technologically integrated manservant. He's not going to oh, have hair like that. That guy is so oh my creepy gosh. looking. Yeah, he is he creepy. Is. 
He does have a creepy look to him, and he, and he sounds creepy. I definitely know him from something. Yeah, me too. And he was definitely creepy in whatever it was. Yeah. So, again, mm. the movie is well shot, well acted. Uh, Ugh. I don't like oh, I know him. I know him from Twin Peaks. Oh, he was in Twin Peaks? Mm-hmm. The, the new, the new uh, Firewall yeah. movie thing? The new, no, the it was the... The TV show, but when it picked back up a few years ago. Oh, okay. Okay. They did like one more. Yeah. And he's creepy. He looks like somebody that would be in a David Lynch Mm -hmm. thing. (laughs) I don't like his face. Yeah. By the way, that's another thing. I've never seen Twin Peaks. Me either. Me either. (gasps) Me either. Never seen it. (laughs) Oh, my God. I love it. Yeah. I've heard such good things about it. Me too. And I've attempted to start it in just. Mm-hmm. One of these days, yeah. One of these days. So if if that sounds like a a premise that you could get behind, uh, it, it's worth a watch. It's not. I want to see it. I it's not it. overly. It's not overly gory or scary. It's just a. Uh, it's thought provoking. It's meant to be thought provoking. You know what? What if we let AI go so far that that it, you know, wants to take yeah. over. Uh, Mm -hmm. well i think that's the general fear of everybody (laughs) nowadays yeah you're gonna i think you're gonna start seeing that a lot in horror movies because i Mm -hmm. feel like that's the thing now you know what i really liked there was um in one of the black mirrors i can't remember if it i don't think it was the newest season i think it was one of the past seasons but there's one um episode where like a woman loses her husband and then gets like an AI version of him. Yes. And it's like so sad and thought provoking. And mm-hmm. I feel like this is like one of my favorite Black Mirror episodes. I don't know. Why I, I just wanted Plus to. Bring it, starts, that. it stars Haley Atwell, who I love. So. Okay. Yeah. And uh, I thought that that was kind of a nice fresh uh, breath of air because I feel like all the AI stuff is this like we're afraid of them getting their own mind and taking over and this was like a much more just like sad sentimental kind of look at what could happen her husband dies and it's you know it's a black mirror so obviously Mm -hmm. there's ais you can get that will look just like you know smell like talk like it will be your loved one basically and it's all it's this it's a cautionary tale of like, be careful what you wish for. Yeah. Cause they're just, they're not like, it's going to be really exciting at first, but you're going to realize in not too much time that that's not your husband. You know, they, AI can never be, they can look like them, smell like them, talk like them, act like them, but that mm. soul isn't there. And so he just becomes irritating to her. Yeah. You know? But that's he doesn't about- try to take over. He's just like, Sad. No, he almost seems sad, like he's yeah. trying to do what he's been programmed to do, but he just, and he doesn't understand what he's doing wrong. Yeah. Like, yeah. Is it uh, like the, the husband from, from the others? Sometimes I bleed. <laughs> Remember him? Was, oh, man. No, not quite. Not I've, yet. Never, I've never seen any Black Mirror episodes. Ever? Okay, what? I know, I haven't seen any of them. But I, I love Haley Atwell, so. Mm, me too. You know, yeah. you not seeing that it could get your horror card taken away. What is wrong with you, son? I know, I know. I can't help Well, it. they're actually, I'm they're sorry. coming I've up. Been on a, I've been a, on a Yellowstone kick. What? Oh, yeah. 
I finished a, a caught All up. killer, no filler. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, there's some there's some good stuff in there. So. Okay, I haven't seen it, so I don't even know. Yeah. But, All right. Anything yeah, else you got, Jess? Yeah. Um, so, so, you know. Let's see. Well, I saw the Burning Girls, which Mark recommended highly. I thought it was so good, and now I'm mm-hmm. trying to get Tammy to watch it because I think Tammy I will really like it. One. Okay. As far as I've gotten. Okay, cool. Are you Keep intrigued? It. Yes. It's very I good, like everybody. That, I like English. I don't know. Does it is this gonna go horror on me? Because right now it's not like oh yeah, that's I just mean, uh that's just the I mean the first episode is just really tame, kind of getting into the story. Uh but yeah. I like like stuff that I might see on BritBox and this it kind of feels like that a little bit. I like English mm-hmm. stuff, you know. So yeah. um I mean, it's, I'm liking what I see so far, but I just can't, I can't figure out like, and I, I know nothing. Like I didn't read anything. I'm just totally going off of you guys saying it's good. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, it's where good. is this going? You know, like what's going on here? So it well, totally that... caught me by surprise. Yeah. Cause there's just like so many layers to it that I wasn't expecting. And then whenever something gets revealed, which happens a few times, you're like, wow, they wove that together so perfectly. I didn't even notice what they were doing. True. <laughs> Um, but they've well, actually you, been like setting you, it up and you didn't realize that. So I you both loved it. it so much. Like how I, I can't not watch it now. You know, yeah. like I have to watch this thing. So, yeah. yeah. Did you guys watch Lord of Misrule yet? No, but I keep <sighs> hearing good things about it watch for it. people I trust. So watch I definitely it. need to watch that. That was technically a 2023 movie, right? Yes. It came out like. Like right the last the part of December, but yeah, yeah, watch that, Tammy. Lord is it a movie? What is yes. it? Yes. Yeah. It was. It was in my top ten. Why? I, last I, year. I don't. Why am I? This is. Oh. If you looked it up, you'd remember because it was also recommended. Very, very folk to us. Horror. Oh. Okay. All right. All right. Uh, yes, I know what you're talking about now. No, I have not seen that. Yeah. Watch it. <laughs> yeah, Trey Whetstone also recommended it. Um, mm-hmm. and I trust Trey. So definitely gonna have to watch that. You um, should trust me even more. <laughs> I do, I do, of course. No, you're like you're like, I don't know, Mark Mark likes some crappy stuff. Mark no. just said he's watching Yellowstone, so forget him. No, Hunter, you lost us got... the black mirror, okay? Like oh, well. no, no. Oh well. I got I've gotta be like Jess says that she uses January to kind of get caught up on her regular stuff. I have to watch regular stuff all year round. I can't, I can't only watch horror cause, cause it gets to me, you know, so I got to break it up a little bit, but yeah. Um, yeah. No, I yeah. just watch, I just watch horror most of the time. And then I get people making fun of me for not watching <laughs> Barbie and Oppenheimer. And I'm like, <laughs> It's because of yeah, you. I only watch horror. Neither of those the goods. I didn't think either one of those lived up to their hype. So honestly, I thought Barbie was okay, but everyone's like, oh my God, yeah. I cried. And I think every little girl should watch it. I'm like, it was okay. Yeah. <laughs> it was fun. I like that I gave up. I watched half of it and I'm like, I this is now and I shut it off. <laughs> I definitely didn't think it was bad, but I didn't think it was like as revolutionary as everybody was making it out to be. 
Um, I also watched Godzilla minus one minus color in the theater. It was so fun to watch a Toho Godzilla made last year in black and white on the big screen. Mm-hmm. It was awesome. Still really. And I love both versions. Um, so those were two of my like favorite recent theater experiences. Um, I finally saw old boy for the first time ever. No, <laughs> I've never boy. seen that with the, um, the original, the yeah, the um, Korean movie yeah. from they remade it with Josh Brolin, and it's not. Oh, not as, they did. Not as, yeah, they did an American remake oh. with Josh Brolin and uh, Elizabeth Olsen. It's not. <laughs> it's not I mean, it's oh. not as good. Really, I like both of them a lot. No, they're great actors. Yeah. That that movie did. But it's an American remake. remake. They did yeah. a Korean movie. <laughs> How'd you like that? How'd you like that one take action shot? You know, I loved like, it. It was like 12 yes. minutes long, wasn't it? Something it's so like, good. Yeah. yeah, right away. Because um, my husband has been wanting me to, I've never seen it. And he's like, you've got to see Old Boy. I'm like, okay. Um, and we watched it. And I actually figured out what was going to happen. And I think when it came out, I probably wouldn't have. But nowadays, yeah. it's like something that I would. I was able to figure out pretty quickly. But that scene in particular I was like, oh, my God, this is one of my favorite, like, action fighting scenes ever because he's not, like, Superman or something. You Mm -hmm. know what I mean? Like, he's taking. Yeah, he gets real hurt. He still comes out on top. But, like, I'm like, thank you. This guy who's been, you know, in prison for 15 years or whatever can't just beat everybody up like in every other action movie. (laughs) Have you seen it, Tammy? No. You should watch it. I mean, I don't I don't know if she should watch the American room because I don't know if she's going to do the subtitles with the with the Korean because it's not horror. So I, know, I don't know if you'd be interested. I feel like it, it gets talked about in horror circles, though. Yeah. Well, um, the, the twist is is enough to to watch it. <laughs> so hopefully you won't see the twist coming and you'll be like, what? <laughs> yeah, it's All definitely right. more like psychological thriller. Mm-hmm. I'd like to watch it then since I have nothing else right now, and I'll report back to you guys next time. Nice. Do it. You um, have other things. You have the seating. <laughs> yes. I, well, I have I, my little list right here. Yes. Double blind. I know. I've got all I got my list too. Everything Destroy that marks all off. neighbors. You haven't seen that one yet? No, and I'm not gonna see that. Tammy's not gonna yes. watch that. It's okay. No. You should watch it. Not if it's something she's not going to like and she knows it. But how do you know? How do you know? I told you we watched the trailer and we're like, oh my God, no. Okay. All right. I also watched They Clone Tyrone on Netflix, which Mm. is more like sci fi, but um, it kind of meandered a little actually. But the parts that were good were really good. It's just that it was like longer than it needed to be. But it was still really fun and uh, messed up concept. Um, and it looked really cool because they, they sh- I don't think it's actually shot on film or is it? But they made it look like it was. So it's kind of like old school grainy looking. And we had just gotten a new TV and then put on the clone Tyrone and we're like, oh, no, did we get a crappy TV? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, no. And I looked it up. I'm like, OK, oh, no, it's supposed to look like that. They did that on purpose. <laughs> yeah. Jessica, so. speaking of Netflix movies, this is off on a side, but did you see that movie that you liked that El Canto or whatever got nominated for an Academy Award? El Conde, yeah. El Conde, yeah. That. 
Yeah, did you see I that? did. I was yeah. like, whoa, I actually saw something that got yeah. nominated for an award. <laughs> but that's like the only like even slightly horrorish thing that was did. that did it get did it get nominated for foreign movie? No, um I feel like it was for like cinematography or something. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I could see that. Yeah. That movie's really fun. Mm-hmm. I think people should watch it. They should. Not everybody, though. It's definitely not something that everybody wants to watch, for sure. Mm-hmm. Oh, nobody said anything about ISS. Oh, I was going to. Did you I haven't yeah, watched we it. it. I was waiting on your your guys' guys's review. Go ahead, I just know it's not it. straight-up horror. Did you see it's, it, Mark? No, I said I've been waiting to hear oh, oh, your guys' oh. review. Yeah, it's Go not straight-up horror, but it's definitely horror enough um and uh tensions flare in the near future aboard the international space station as a conflict breaks out on earth reeling the u.s and russian astronauts receive orders from the ground take control of the station by any means necessary um so i know tammy also liked that we both liked it um I was I had a good time seeing this in the theater. Definitely didn't feel like a waste of money or anything. Not straight up horror, but still very scary, very high tensions. I loved the I cast. Sci-fi horror, wouldn't you? I mean, there's some horror to this, and I, like if it's not horror, I don't know what else you'd call it. It's not really sci-fi either. I feel like it's kind of more like thriller than horror per se, mm. but. Um, the cast was super good. I loved all yeah. of the actors. I thought they all did a really great job. Um, and yeah, it's just, it's like, I thought what was really cool too, is that I kind of expected certain things from certain characters and, uh, they ended up, you know, like tricking me a couple of times. Yes, and so, I agree. I agree. yeah, so that was really cool. Um, cause it wasn't just like easy to figure out everybody's motives and stuff. So mm-hmm. um, I definitely think it's worth the time and the money. See, hour, well, it's out of minutes. the theaters already. So that's mm-hmm. unfortunate. But Mark, I like I was telling to Jessica, um, you and I like lived the Cold War and, and how mm-hmm. tensions were and all that and how quickly this movie reverts. You know, we're supposed to all be friends now and all that. But, but like, yeah. you know, just how quickly yeah, once because okay, so they're up in the space station and nuclear war breaks out on Earth, and just how quickly it goes right back. Yeah. To that yeah. and. Um, All right. Well, I'll, I'll give it a. I'll you'll like. It a, I predict you'll like it a lot, and um, I mean, it's out of all my. The- I don't know if it's out of all theaters everywhere, but I feel like it stayed here like two weeks and then was gone. Mm-hmm. And I thought it, I was surprised. It was definitely better than that. But Night Swim is still in the. You know, like. I mean, Night Swim is yeah, really but Night good, Swim is, but... is so much more just like mainstream. Yes, that is. You very, know, very, they got yeah. teenagers going to see that where they probably wouldn't go see ISS because they might have to think a little bit. I have to <laughs> say too, ISS looked so beautiful on mm-hmm. the big screen, and I told Jessica too, like Glada and I both had to a couple times like take our eyes off the screen because it there's a lot of like shaky cam and the, mm-hmm. just that big uh, vista you know yeah. of space and like you would get dizzy watching it um it just like there's no gravity you know it's just like you had to yeah. get your bearings every once in a while but it was it just looked so beautiful i mean it was it's a gorgeous film yeah 
but yeah. Yeah. And you're in uh, Greyjoy, isn't it? Ooh. <laughs> and I love him in it. I felt like his character really subverted my expectations. <laughs> in the movie or in Game of Thrones? No, in the movie. <laughs> <laughs> I can't even say his his actual name. Pilyu Aspic. Yeah. Which one is, who is that? Like, which character is that? He's one of the Russians. Um, he's the biology Russian. <clears throat> is that the light-haired Russian or the dark-haired Russian? Light-haired, I think. The one that lasts long. No, don't. Yeah, okay. All right, never mind. <laughs> he's the one, you know how the main girl is a biology person? And she brings her little mice? And yeah. then he's kind of the Russian counterpart that works next to her. I like him. Yeah. I mean, I've never seen Game of Thrones, but he was probably one of my favorite people from ISS. Yeah, yeah he's, yeah, really good in it. Yeah. Very nice. See anything <laughs> else? Um, I saw Mean Girls. The uh, new one? Yeah, and it sucked. Was it terrible? It was terrible, though. Of course it did. This is one of those remakes where they had no understanding about what made the first one so good. Yeah. You know, and um and I'm it's shocked made by that Tina, Tina Fey. Fey like allowed them to do that. Yeah. She's the one who did it. Yep. Uh, uh, she I mean she must have needed some money. Yeah, I don't understand it. Um, it's it's beneath her for sure. Like if you didn't know, like because I have respect for her, I think she's genuinely funny, yeah. and uh, she does not shine. Like I know she's behind this, but the you don't see her. Yeah, you know, yeah, markings on it anywhere. It's mm. not funny. It's not, and and it's supposed to be. You know me. I'm a very liberal person. I love everyone, but this thing is way too woke and shoving it down your throat and that's how uh, mean girls is supposed mean mean girls so what do they yeah. do with this one they turn it I, i'm sorry i know we're all killer no filler but i'm just i gotta say this real quick like <laughs> they <laughs> you asked if she had yes. seen anything <laughs> they are now like you know anti-bullying anti-everything that made the mean girls yeah they, they tried to make the opposite movie and it just Gave it the yep. same title, and it, yep. it just doesn't even make any sense. And yeah, that's yeah. weird. It is it's a musical, though. So, and I know you like musicals, Mark, but that doesn't even save it. Oh, is that what the difference is? Just that yeah, it's, it's a musical. I've been, okay, I'm like, I don't get why they're remaking Mean Girls. It doesn't but make like, any sense. Like statistically, in a high school, eighty percent of the students aren't going to be gay or trans or. Uh -huh. You know, whatever you can, all these other things that you can think of. Yeah. Unless you grew up in Palm Springs. Like, well, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it was just, you know, I have a very open, I'm a, like, whatever, but this was even too much for me. So, yeah. Yeah. This was even too much for me. <laughs> well, I saw, I saw Saltburn because that was one that's kind oh, of fring fringy. That was, a, that was a wild movie. Yeah. Okay, should I watch that? I think it's worth a watch. It's interesting yeah. enough and entertaining definitely, enough. It's just that people horror. are making. Yeah, it's not horror, but oh I no, was... I know. But I I feel like I just keep hearing about it, and yeah, I, I think know if I should watch it. Yeah, it's... I think it's worth a watch. I just think it's not like everyone's like, oh my god, it's so weird and crazy. But like, I've watched so many movies yeah. that are way crazier and weirder. But I was telling my daughter, I think it's good because now it's like her generation now has one of these weird 
mm-hmm. movies that they could mm-hmm. cling on to, you know, like I did when I was her age, like with Doom Generation or something. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's not like groundbreaking to me because I'm like well, old now, but it's got a couple of like really out there scenes. I know about one of the scenes with the bathtub. And yeah, that once that I heard disgusting. that, I was like, I'm not sure. Yeah. This is for disgusting. <laughs> but, um, yeah, so it, it, I thought the movie was kind of slow, but mm. I still thought it was, you know, with with the payoff at the end, I still thought it was worth it. But I don't know if I don't know if you'll like it because I think it's it might be a little too slow for you. You might you might after 20 minutes, you might be like, uh, OK, anything going to happen here? I think if you hate rich people as much as I do, you'll enjoy it. You'll find some sort of enjoyment in it. <laughs> this is not. The first time she has stated how much she hates rich people. <laughs> it's dumb. Nobody should be rich. Oh, man. I, I have to agree. Okay. And those that are just aren't always deserving. But anywho. Yeah. <laughs> That's pretty much it. All right. Well, there you go. We went through uh, quite a bit tonight. We, had, we hadn't had a, a roundtable since November. No. Oh really? my god. Yeah, end of November. Yeah. That's crazy. Yeah. Um, Clearly wow. I've seen way more than this, but yeah, we were yeah, doing yeah. fresh well, start we had for to kinda, this year. Yeah, fresh start. Yeah. Stuff, so um yeah. So we'll we'll try to try to keep these on the reg on the regular every mm-hmm. month here in 2024. And hopefully they'll continue to to put some things out that are worth watching, uh, as they have in I'm telling you, keep your keep your eye out for Baghead. I'm telling you. I'm going right. to. I'm yes. going to. Eye yeah. out for the Baghead. Love it. Yeah, and I'm going to be jumping back into, like, horror horror here. So, yeah, it is time. It is time. You guys, it's <laughs> March in two weeks, okay? Let's wrap our heads around that. Yes, Disgusting. it is. Love it. Love it. Actually, I love it, too, because I'm cold. I need to get to spring. I'm ready for baseball season. So, but I digress. We're all killing the filler. (laughs) All right. Yeah, we've been failing at that a lot. Yeah. Yes. All right. Jess, where can people uh, find you on the internet? All right. You can find me on Instagram at amateur.destroyer. On Facebook, I'm Jessica Schmidt. On Letterboxd, I'm Ashy underscore slashy. And we have our Horror Through Her Eyes podcast, Tammy and I. And you can find us on, like, literally all the things, including YouTube, because Tammy does kick-ass YouTube videos. So just all look up. All the things. Yeah, I really don't want to go through all of them because no. it's, like, seriously <laughs> everywhere. But just look up Horror Through Her Eyes if you want to follow us on TikTok or Instagram or Threads mm. or Twitter or I don't know what else. Yes. Everywhere. <laughs> All right. Taminator, anything to add to that? No, just, I mean, as far as this show goes, just Taminator on our Facebook page. Yep. On both Facebook pages. On both Facebook pages. So, all righty. Um, don't forget uh, about Revenant Vin, his Revenant Reads. Oh, yeah, that guy. Yeah. yeah. He's too busy. He's too busy reading. What up? Yeah, right? What he does read Google. a lot. <laughs> he does. I try to read too. I mean, if, uh, but uh, there's just so much. It's ridiculous. I read. I'm just a very slow reader. Yeah. 
Um, all right. Well, if you would like to email us, do so at ask the gene. Ask the Gmail. Ask the at gmail.com. You can follow us on uh, X at the HCast or on um, Instagram at the Horrorcast. We also have our Facebook group, which uh, uh, you can, you know, message any of us and we will hopefully get back to you. If you're nice, if you're not nice, then we'll just ignore you. That's a, that's what we'll do. So, yeah. all right. That's going to do it for this episode of the horror cast where it's all killer, no filler, except when we're talking about things that are not horror, which we <laughs> did several times tonight. We're sorry. Stay scared. <laughs>